we're really trying to provide a benefit and help that student work through whatever is going on so that they can get it paid off and continue their education with the university. Welcome to Focus, a podcast dedicated to the business of higher education. I'm your host, Heather Richmond, and we will be exploring the challenges and opportunities facing today's higher learning institutions. Today, I'm joined by Christy Pritchett, the Director of Student Account Services at the University of Alabama, to learn how they take a student-friendly approach to recovering past due accounts leading to higher retention rates. Well, hi, Christy. Thanks so much for joining us again today. I know a lot has changed since we chatted last back in, gosh, 2020. So how are you doing? Uh, I am doing great and our department is doing well. Everybody has survived COVID. Awesome. And uh, we are now in um, working on fall of 23 billing and I, I can't believe we're about to be in 2024. Well, and I know last time we chatted, we explored how the BamaBot was helping students address issues with their student account. So tell me about BamaBot and how's that going? BamaBot is still up and running on campus. Nice. We have a number of departments that have uh, purchased licenses, so it is it is growing and spreading. Um, I think our students in particular really like having that 24-7 option, and uh, I, I have become one of those people that don't love to have to talk to people on the phone. I would <laughs> rather use a chatbot. Right. I think our students do too. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. Well, I know I loved when I, you know, right there in your email saying, hey, if you want an instant uh, response, here's our Bama bot. And, and that's just a good practice that something that came out of COVID, but it's still working and making it successful today. Yes. Well, some people might be wondering what we're even talking about and, and who you are and, and University of Alabama. So let's just go ahead and do a quick step back and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and University of Alabama. I will be happy to. Um, I'm Christy Pritchett. I'm the Director of Student Account Services uh, at the University of Alabama. Uh, we're located in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We are um, what used to be known as the Bursar's Office. So we do all of the billing on campus for students, departments, uh, lease contracts, all of those kinds of things. Um, the university was founded in 1831 as a land-grant university. Okay. We are a research institution um, offering anything from undergraduate up to doctoral degrees. And we have about 38,000 students last year um, trending upwards, I think. That's great to trend upwards, right? <laughs> It is. <laughs> Nobody's going to um, turn that down. Absolutely not. I know. Well, we just were talking about some changes in evolution. I know the last you know, few years, there's really just been a lot more focus on colleges and universities in terms of really helping students stay out of debt, helping them from defaulting uh, on payments, keeping them enrolled, all of that going on. So can you talk a little bit about what have you been seeing at University of Alabama? So just like at a lot of institutions, the focus on retention and enrollment and not just recruitment has increased over time. Right. Um, so we are focused on trying to keep as many of our existing students as we have. Um, we know during COVID that a lot of students and their families had some struggles uh, right. for not just health situations, but it impacted people's finances. Right. 
Um, so before that, we were actively trying to keep students enrolled and, and paying their, debil their bills and not having to send as many to collection, but that did become more of the focus uh, during the, the COVID pandemic period. Right. Um, and now with student loan payments uh, anticipated to start back in September or October, um, you know, I think that is going to continue to be a focus, not just of each institution, but of the federal government, and the Department of Education, too. So um, anytime you lose a student because they can't afford to come back, I mean, that increases your um, pressure on retention. Right. Uh, if you're going to keep your numbers the same or up, you have to replace that student. Um, if you want to grow, you've got to replace that student with with maybe two students. Right. Um, so it, retention is just very important. We all keep hearing about the um, enrollment cliff that's coming. I think I have heard 2025 right. um, is when we'll first see that. So it, it's just important to be able to serve your students, help find ways for them to pay their bills, um, keep them paying throughout the term of their academic career um, and keep them enrolled in school and happy with your institution. Um, I think we've all heard people say with employment that it's cheaper to keep employees you have than it is to replace them with right. new employees. And really the same is true of students. Sure, it, It's cheaper to keep the student that you have versus having to replace them with a new student. And we all know as students graduate, we have to bring in new freshmen to, to replace those. But if you've got to replace your sophomores, juniors um, too, right. that, that, that's a little harder. It really is. And, and of course, everybody wants to keep everybody on track. And obviously, retention is so important. And being able to have the students know that there is an option. I think sometimes maybe, like you said, finances and or, or just life gets in the way a little bit. And there's just this idea of like, oh, I'm behind. I can never make it up. So I guess I'm just done. And so Past due balances are obviously reality everywhere, and especially, I'd say, in higher education. So thinking about that and trying to make sure that students know there's an option to stay and increase retention, what are you doing about managing past due balances? So several years ago, before um, before anybody had even heard or thought of COVID, we started to work with ECSI and their Recovery Select product okay. to manage um, accounts that were past due as well as accounts that we were sending on further to collection. When of course ECSI is part of the global payments family just like Touchnet is and so that is really cool because it enables us to have some better integration and, and really using that. So when you think about using ECSI's Recovery Select and you were an early adopter and you've kind of seen some growth, can you talk a little bit about how this service is working for you? Uh, yeah, so we've had a really good experience with ECSI. Um, we were their beta school. Okay. So the, the first school that implemented uh, and helped develop the product, um, that, that was us. Uh, it, yeah, so it really has streamlined our process, um, allowed us to reduce some of the repetitive work Okay. Um, that comes in working past due accounts, like sending letters, uh, making phone calls, um, 
past you accounts, collection, all of that is highly regulated. Right. Um, it has been a focus of the CFPB as well as the Department of Education um, for a number of years. So nobody wants to really be in those crosshairs. Exactly. Um, it, you know, they are a partner that understands what's happening in the industry and yes. can really help improve a school's processes. Um, so they basically recovery select is kind of a full service solution. Okay. Um, they are student focused, uh, and they work with students to try to help them resolve their past due accounts. They are not a collection agency. Right. Um, and the university is currently paying the, the fees associated with the recovery select product. Um, but they can offer longer term past due payment plans to okay. help students make payments. Students can pay in full. Um, they can also help schools place your accounts with various collection agencies and even automate um, the rotation of accounts between okay. collection agencies. Sounds like it's definitely full service. And I'd say that compliance piece is so key. There's, you know, regulation in general is constantly changing, evolving. And to have one more thing for you to have to figure out and become the expert, you're not the expert in that. So having a partner who is an expert in the regulations, especially tailored to higher education, is just key. It is. And so we do have to know what those regulations are because sure. your third party servicer is essentially just an arm of you. So if they get you in trouble, it's right. you in trouble. <laughs> um, but the thing about working with uh, ECSI is they are very plugged into the industry. And because, um, because they are just like TouchNet is with things like PCI, right. um, the payment changes that are happening with NACHA or um, other payment types, that may be, you know, trending because those providers are in those markets and they're very plugged in. They ha they have built relationships in the long run. They can sometimes tell you things that are coming down the pipeline yes. that you may have missed and you need to start preparing for. Um, you know, they can help make tweaks in things like your financial responsibility agreement okay. if you have missed something. Um, they can help you get compliant with a regulation like uh, Reg Z, where maybe you have to provide some additional information to um, like a collection agency right. or service provider. Um, so that's just really important. And if you've heard me speak almost about anything, you, you have heard me tell this story um, about we were looking at a a different solution um, after we had been with Recovery Select for a while. And we were hearing a lot of other schools talk about this other solution. And, you know, the price was better and it, it sounded great. And, yeah. you know, it, it's new. Um, but we were actually talking with a couple of our key partners at, at, at ECSI about the Recovery Select product and, um, they just happened to mention at the time this new regulation that was coming out and what okay. they were doing to prepare for it. And right. so we, when they left, we stopped and said, you know, we haven't asked 
the shiny new toy, <laughs> what they're doing right. to prepare. And so we picked up the phone and called and said, hey, what what are you doing? And they said, we don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. So just because it's shiny and new, um, if they don't know what's happening in the industry they're in, especially when you're dealing with collections and past use, yes, that can really cost you a lot of money. So it may be cheap on the front end. Right. That doesn't mean it's going to be cheap on the back end if they get you in trouble. And just remember when I said your third party servicer is just an extension of you. So yes. they're they're functioning as you in this case. And if they get in trouble, you're in trouble. And collection lawsuits can cost millions of dollars. Um, so you may save some on the front end and it may cost you big on the back end. So just know who your partners are and know that they know what's happening in the industry right. and what they're doing so they don't get you in trouble. What is that phrase? You get what you pay for? Exactly. <laughs> That's a really good point because again, don't pay to get sued. Yeah, exactly. Don't pay to get sued. <laughs> There's a quotable. <laughs> it is very important that, you know, when you make these partnerships and because exactly what you said, it's an extension of your team. It's the reputation. It's the dollars. It's the responsibility. It's still on you. You're very just, much. yeah, it's looking for some help, but not to be hindered. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> wow. So, so kind of thinking about, you know, again, all of those things from a compliance standpoint and all the letters and calls and, and everything that is part of that full service package, you know, how are you managing past due balances before partnering with ECSI? Um, we weren't doing a fabulous job of it before <laughs> ECSI. Um, so I, I came into the student accounts department, um, Wow, I guess it's been over 11 years ago. Wow. Uh, but we had four uh, repay, we call them repayment counselors. They, you know, were working the past due accounts um, and a manager. And when I took over, one of the things that I always wanted to know was how, how are we doing? Um, you know, these accounts are in past due. How much are we collecting before it goes to a collection agency? How are our individual collection agencies doing? Um, and we didn't have any measurements. Um, wow. And the manager and I had had a number of discussions and we didn't seem to be getting anywhere, making any progress. Um, we actually did a letter audit of the repayment counselors. And so at some point they had started with um, some standardized letters and it was maybe four or five that they started with that they would send in different situations. Um, and we found that each of those four people were tweaking them um, over time. And the, okay. the four people had been in their positions for a long time. And we counted over a hundred different letter template oh my goodness <laughs> and so that was a little horrifying right um, you know the fact that they're just going in and changing things again your collection efforts even if you're not charging um collection cost and fees back to your customer those efforts are auditable and sure they are regulated. So yes. the fact that they were just going in and changing things and no one knew what they were changing and we didn't know what they were collecting and 
were they even making efforts to collect? Right. Who knew? We didn't have any records. Um, that was really a problem for us. Um, well, it was a problem for me. They had been functioning that way for some time. It was a problem for me. Yes. I, I didn't like it. I, I was an auditor uh, before, and I, I like to know okay. who's doing what and how they're doing it. So, um, you know, the, the thing, great one of the great things about the Recovery Select product is they have five letters that they send to okay. each student. They make five phone calls. We know what those letters say. We know what's happening in the phone calls. They are keeping records. Yes. <laughs> we can go in the system and see what's happening. Um, and now they're also making text messages for us. And, and we know that's a good way to reach out to students now. Um, so it, it really standardized a problem that had no standards before. Yeah, that sounds like it. And it makes sense now, knowing that you have an auditor background, why <laughs> compliance and being able to see really what the path is. But that, I mean, that's across the board. You, sh you know, you're in a role that, uh, to your point, you need to protect the institution and really because it's really protecting the students at the end of the day of knowing yeah. what are they supposed to pay? Where are fees that come in? What do you mean I'm going to collections? You didn't tell me this. So you need that standardization. Yes. That is great. So it sounds like that this service is exactly what you're looking for and has obviously already been a big help to your staff. So let's kind of kind of dive into some of those additional benefits to both your institution and your staff. Sure. So I mentioned that it really standardizes the process um, and streamlines. So again, before we didn't know how much we were collecting from past dues versus right. collection. Um, we can see all that now. ECSI provides reporting. Uh, there's oh, a scorecard um, for each of our collection agencies, and and you can use whatever collection agency you want. Okay. Um, they, they don't dictate that, but they will set them all up in their system, and they provide a scorecard um, because the data is running back and forth through them as a result of the TouchNet Banner Connect relationship. Right. Um, because that data is flowing back and forth, they they can pull all that data and do, do a scorecard comparison. We were doing that comparison manually before. That takes a lot oh, of yeah. staff work. And it's not really interesting staff work. So now our <laughs> staff can focus on having conversations with students or reviewing error reports or if the collection agency needs something that we need to provide our staff can focus on that okay. and we have um been able to repurpose some staff into other roles because we don't need as many um repayment counselors anymore oh, that's great um no one lost their job as a result of this uh, but as people left we just moved positions into other tasks where we really did need help just in terms of results we're averaging about 40 percent resolution with accounts that go to ecsi oh, wow. so um ecsi is our pre-collect service they okay. are not collection. We're not charging the students anything extra for ECSI's work. The university is uh, paying that fee. But um, so for 40% of the accounts that we're placing, ECSI is resolving those before they have to go to collection. So that's benefit because it's saving the students money. Um, and it's better for the student because 
that they don't go to collection. It's not impacting their credit reports. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it, it kind of is just a win-win. And ECSI staff can really focus on those students and their, you know, their past due situations while we focus more on the incoming students. Absolutely. And I say if that's 40% that they're able to recover in that pre-collections, I mean, that's just, that's 40% of folks who probably want to come back on campus and comes back to that retention conversation, right? It, right. Um, I looked at a report from... Um, and, and some of them graduate, so some of those amounts may be very small, so they right. might be seniors that didn't pay their their book and graduation okay. fee. But I did look back at a report that ECSI prepared for us um, last year coming out of spring and summer, and I mean, we did get 25% of those students back, so. Oh, wow. I mean, we'll take that. That's a win. <laughs> That's a big win. 25% retention mm -hmm. that, again, I would venture to guess that if there wasn't that pre-collection and, and especially by the time it gets to a collection agency and Sometimes that's always not the best uh, experience. The likelihood of A, getting paid back is one thing, right? But B, to have them right. come back and retention, that's huge. Right. Yeah, and we are, um, so currently if a student sets up a payment plan with ECSI, we haven't allowed those students to come back unless their balance is paid. But we are in talks with ECSI now about changing that process. It, and this is a you know another benefit of working with a, a good partner. Um, they work with a lot of schools just like TouchNet does, so right. they can see what the best practices are, what's working. Um, so you know we've reached out several times to say, well, what if we do X or we're thinking about doing Y? Or yes. What we need. We feel like we need something different. What to help us figure out what that something different is. Yeah. And they're really good about that. Um, so we are in talks with them now about changing that process to allow students who have signed up for a payment plan to come back to school um, okay. while they're in the process of paying off um, those charges. It, you know, something could happen to a student that really only affects them one term. Right. And we would like to have those students back in. We also think it would improve our um, our payment plan rates to get some of those past due balances um, resolved yes. if we could allow some of that. Yeah, that's really great to think that they can still come back and pursue the education, the whole reason mm -hmm. they started to begin with and be able to pay that off over time at the same time continuing and actually be able to graduate. I mean, that's, that's amazing for students. It is. So let's talk a little bit about that experience for the students. So it sounds like obviously, you know, 40% and then 25% of those from a retention standpoint, something is working in that process. So what's the communication like with the student? Um, so ECSI is sending five letters. Okay. And again, we know what those letters say. Yes, <laughs> we, that's good. No <laughs> um, they also make five phone calls. So a live person you know, is trying to get to a student to talk to them about what their situation is. Um, and they're sending text messages. So we know what the script for that is. We had some input in that process. Excellent. Um, we are currently leaving accounts with ECSI's Recovery Select product for 120 days. Okay. Um, we bumped that up from the original 90 days because other schools were seeing uh, better results okay. with that. Um, and so 
uh, we have made that change again as a result of those best practices yeah. that we you know hear from our vendors. Um, we know that the sooner you reach out to students, the more likely you are to get in touch with them and get them to start making arrangements. So we continue to work on, um, you know, how soon can we get those balances to ECSI okay. so we can work on, um, or they can work on for us. Um, but again, as long as they're with ECSI, they're not being sent to collections. They're not incurring collection charges. Um, and if we can get those balances resolved, uh, you know, we can a lot of times get those students back in school. That's amazing. Well, it sure sounds like there's not a lack of communication, which maybe when you're trying to do it yourself and sometimes it's just hard to keep up. Um, has there it been is. a positive response from students? I mean, are you hearing from them? So the University of Alabama, we currently send the students an email just as we are transferring their account to okay. ECSI's Recovery Select product. And that email lets the student know that we are sending their account, um, that they are not a collection agency, that we have partnered with them to help the student resolve their past due balance. And I think that just helps that transition yes. for them to understand it's not a punishment. We're really trying to provide a benefit and help that student work through whatever is going on so that they can get it paid off and continue their education with the university. And so we just really haven't had very many negative experiences. Well, I mean, we haven't had any that I'm aware of, um, but I think that communication helps that. Um, but if a student did complain, um, we have insight into the ECSI system. So okay. the phone calls are recorded. We could have those pulled and listen to them. We can see the notes in the system if we need to, to see what was said to the student. Um, but it, it's really been a positive experience and, and not a negative at all. That is so great. And I love that approach that you have a partnership that really benefits the students. And that's really smart of you to kind of explain who this is. I do think there's always the like, oh, who is this new person asking me for money? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that probably has helped to really ease and, and kind of let the student know that you're there to really help them. So that's, again, nothing's worse than a bad student experience and one little trigger. And so having access to understand and hear the phone calls and the conversations and that you've had no problems. I mean, that is awesome. And yes. again, that all kind of comes back to, and I think your data has proven that helps them to really from a retention standpoint and say, this is a school I trust. This is where I want to spend my money, come back, get my education, graduate and be proud of that. Yes, very much so. That is so cool. Well, this sounds great. And it's kind of like, why is not everybody doing this? Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about what was the implementation like? like? So in case people are listening and say, wow, I do need to get that recovery select uh, implemented. What's it like? So again, we were the beta school. Right. And it has probably changed since we implemented. But even being the beta school and working through it for the first time, it was really a a pretty smooth process. I would probably say just, I mean, we're all so busy now. Right. Finding the time to do it yes. is probably the hardest. Um, you do have to do some coding work, but ECSI was really great about walking us through that okay. and having forms for us to complete that helped them know how to program things. Um, 
but again, they do use TouchNet's banner connect feature. Okay. So that just helps tremendously and it keeps everything up to date. So if something happens on our side, if we get a payment that should have applied to an account we've sent to ECSI, they're also going to see that payment. Okay. Um, and it, it really is a very smooth process. Um, we have some things that run in the background that push, it's driven by coding, but it pushes all of that to ECSI so that they have those updated records. Um, you know, they can pull transaction level detail and okay. the collection agencies can see that in their system so that, you know, we're complying with all of the latest regs and yes. the collection agencies have the latest information. Um, and then again, you know, we have worked with them over time to really get the reports that we need, both dashboard type reporting right. that's at a summary level, which is what I care more about, okay, um, and the detailed report levels that my staff, you know, are involved in on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And as we were saying earlier, the benefit of kind of having two in the same family umbrella, having that integration with throughout that connect is really essential. The way I see it, it's like offer payment plans to students while they're paying on time and they're on a plan. But then if something happens and they go delinquent, they should just be rolled right over into Recovery Select and then they can kind of take it from there and continue to make that happen. Right. And we do use TouchNet's payment plans um, and we love them. But, you know, with Recovery Select, that's, we don't have to keep up with those. Right. Um, so it's not something that we have to monitor. So, yeah, that that transition from one product to the other is really a great process. That is wonderful. Well, again, as we talked about all the pressures that you have on improving retention and accounts receivable, this is just been so awesome to hear how you're able to do that. Um, any final advice for other institutions interested in doing this? Well, I just think that by going with ECSI, you're going to get a more streamlined, automated approach, and it works. Um, your staff are going to be able to focus more on the things that they really need to focus on and find interesting. They're not going to have to deal with those monotonous and boring tasks like sending letters. Right. Um, probably we're all becoming less telephone driven. <laughs> um, so they're not going to have to make those calls because ECSI is doing that for us. But as a manager, you're going to be able to trust that what's being done is being done correctly and consistently. Yes. And you're going to be able to measure what's being done. Um, you know, I mentioned that they are very plugged into the industry. They know what's happening. They know what regulations are coming. Um, we have conversations with them. It's not just the, the newsletter updates, but right. we have conversations with them um, about what things we've heard might mean for us yes. or what it might mean for them. Um, they, you can get best practice ideas for how to improve your processes. So you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. No, that makes a lot of sense. And again, it's like you're having a partner who you trust and you're having that relationship as opposed to just kind of 100% outsourcing out to somebody who you don't really know what they know or don't yeah. know. Yes, that's right. And it's just not a decision that we have regretted at all. I mean, I, I was banging down 
their door when they first presented yeah. about recovery select. And I think it was at a TouchNet contest. Yes, I think it was. First presentation. I, I was standing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think there was a line that formed. I ran to the front as soon as they started talking about closing the presentation, saying, sign me up. Just right. tell me how much. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, it sounds like you for sure have simplified the process of recovering past due accounts with a positive student experience. Like you don't get to do that every time. That's true. <laughs> well, Christy, thank you so much for sharing your success with ECSI's Recovery Select with us today. Sure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Focus. Don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on the business of higher education. For more information, check us out at touchnet.com.